all the stars were aligned, everything was just perfect. This beautiful woman just sort of literally tripped and fell into my life. I <laughs> fell into her life. Hi, and happy Valentine's week. Welcome to One True Pairing, aka OTP, the podcast about couples, romance, and why we love love. Each week when you join us, we're going to be breaking down all of the dirty details about our favorite couples in pop culture, TV, film, books, everything. But we're going to dig deep, Erica. We're going to get really into it. We're going to get real into it? Yeah, we're going to talk about feminism, nice. rebellion, and escape to highlight the way society views love and relationships. I mean, why are people obsessed with watching people fall in love? I don't get it. It's, no, I do get it. You do get it. That's why we're going to do it. We're going to talk about it. Fifty Shades, Beyonce and Jay-Z. And we're going to cover it all from the first kiss to their happily ever after. And we'll let you know which couples we think you should skip and which ones you should ship. I'm Erica Martirano. I work in book marketing, which is very exciting stuff. I work on Big blockbuster bestsellers to cookbooks to prescriptive nonfiction to coloring books and crossword puzzles. But my first love will always and forever be romance novels because they are terrific. Fun fact about me. I don't know. There are no fun facts about me, Marissa. There's tons. You love wine. That's not fun. That's, That's just normal. super fun. That's just fun normal. for the people around you when That's you drink true. wine. <laughs> That's true. I do get fun when I drink wine. But I feel like everybody gets fun you when they drink wine. You have an adorable pup. I do have an adorable pup. And I have a more adorable husband who I talk a lot of smack about. So prefacing this by saying, Ron, I love you. <laughs> and you know I love you. And everyone needs to know that I do love him no matter how nasty I am about talking about him. Yeah. And you're Marissa. I'm Marissa. I also work in book marketing. I work primarily on romance novels, which is super fun and ridiculous. I'm super jelly. Yes. And I go to you often for advice because you love romance and you know a lot about it. So we're a great team. <laughs> and fun fact for everyone, I am Erica's office mistress. Yes. I want you to be my work wife, though. Wait, hold on. You proposed to me at the Nora Roberts party. I did propose to you. <laughs> But I think you're already married, and I'm not into polygamy. So Fine, I'm cool with being the mistress. Okay. I think it's more fun, more cash. It mm. is. Natch, dece, all those <laughs> just short, all words. short things that you young people say. Yes. Okay, but if I divorce Ron, then you can be my work wife. Okay. okay. I, I like the promotion idea. Um, for talking about alcohol, I also love wine and margaritas. Yes. They're my fave. I have an adorable cat named Joey who... You know, loves me most days. And well, he's a cat. Most days is really good. Most days is a good record. So um, shout out to Joe. How you doing? <laughs> now you're going to have to play for the cat. <laughs> okay. So before we dive into our episodes, I want Marissa to define some terms for us because I have to be honest with you. I didn't know what they were. Okay. So you know one, which obviously is the name of our podcast, OTP or One True Pairing. So I like to think of this as like your OTP is... You know, if you're loving a fandom, if you love a certain TV show or, or book series or whatever, it's your favorite couple within the fandom. It's the one all the fans want to get together and love and ship, which leads me to another <laughs> another term we should define, which is shipping. So shipping just means you're all about this couple and you want them to get together. If they're not already together, if they are together, you want them to live happily ever after. HEA is a happily ever after. So we always want that for our couples, obviously. Sometimes you get a happily for now with some books, some some stuff like that. But the goal is always a happily ever after. These all work really well together. I'm really glad you yeah. defined OTP for me yes. because every time we say it, I think of like, oh, my OTP is a really nice Sauvignon Blanc with a fish. <laughs> yes. And that's not what That's this another is. way to pair it. But Yeah, but that's food pairing. That's food pairing. And this is love pairing. This is love pairing, yes. This week... We're going to talk about my actual favorite and only royal ship, 
Harry and Meghan. Love them. Because they're great. We're going to be talking about why they're awesome. And if we have to tell you this, it's just mind-boggling. But we're going to explain to you exactly why we think they're awesome. We're going to explain why they are so much more awesome than Will and Kate. Will and Kate will get defended at some point because I really think that Harry and Meghan are way more awesome than Will and Kate. But my opinions are not always shared. And that's fine. We're also going to get into why people are so obsessed with the royal family and why they make shows like The Crown so incredibly popular. Then we're going to end the episode with a look back on our favorite galantines, our favorite lady friends like us. We're the best galantines. But before that, because I haven't seen you all day because I feel like I've been in meetings and we barely took our water breaks today. How was your day, Marissa? It was okay. I was really excited to be here and to get this started. So I've just kind of been not doing work most of the day and thinking about our couple that we're going to talk about. I'm really jealous because I did a lot of work today and now I'm really well, tired. That was your mistake. That was my mistake. <laughs> I figured, you know, I get paid to do a thing and I should do some of those things. That's true. As your office mistress, I think it's my duty to remind you when to not do work. So, so I should I'll, cheat on work. I'll try harder. But this is good. I'm cheating on work with you right now, right? Does that count? A little bit. This doesn't really count, though. This is kind of work, too. Shoot. I'm bad at this. <laughs> I'm bad at the cheating on work thing. I'm failing. Right. You're laughing at me. Stop <laughs> laughing at me. Anyways, I had a long day. It was long a long day. day. It was a long day. Well, let's end it on a good note with We're going to end it on stuff. a really good note because we're going to talk about the hottest couple in the whole wide world, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, because, duh, this is basically the world's favorite ginger. Definitely. I, am, I can't I, think of a more popular ginger. I generally don't dig on the ginge at all. He's, he's, a, he's a mighty attractive one. He really is. And I've honestly been a big fan of Prince Harry since like his real bad boy days. I think that helps too. Because a bad boy ginger is like, that's not real, but he's made it real. He has. And he's actually been like a straight up bad boy ginger. He got in so much trouble when he was in his formative years. He did. But, but he got arrested. He got arrested. Smoked some weed. Dressed up as Hitler. Not Dressed great. Up, not great. Not great. He's really turned it around. He has really turned it around and has now is now doing all this amazing humanitarian work and is an all-around terrific human. And before that, he got into the military. Which is That's also true. very sexy. Also part of turning it around, though. Part of turning around. I think also it was great because he wanted to really serve. He wasn't just like, give me a uniform and call it a day. He was like, I want to be out in the action. Yeah, he was a very... balls-out infantry guy. Like, yeah. he picked up a rifle and he went into actual war zones. Yeah. Which is stupid hot. You know, he was like a spy, <laughs> kind of, in the military. Is that what it was? <laughs> well, not like a spy, but he was there covertly. No one knew he was there. So he's kind of like sense. a military spy. I'm sure he was such a high-profile target, so. Oh, hell yeah. They I mean, beyond the fact that he's beyond the fact that he's a crown prince, also right. the gingy. Right. It's very. It's, if it's your really helmet comes spied. off, everyone's gonna know. Everyone's so. gonna just shoot you. It's like oh, there's the redheaded guy. Right. Total wild child, though. Total I, wild I child. loved watching all of his like crazy exploits back in the day. I was like, all right, you're a cool royal. I could hang out with you. You yeah. look like you'd be fun. Because Will's a little stuffy. Will is totally stuffy, and Kate, his brother. In case anyone is not aware of the brother, royal family, older, older brother. brother. Third in line for the throne? Yeah, because it's... No, he's second, Isn't Charles in line after Elizabeth dies? Well... That's awful. (laughs) Please don't die, Queen Elizabeth. I love you and your corgis. I think, yeah, he's second to to Charles. So then he would be third, because she's still alive. Right, It's three. Um, Numbers are hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we work in publishing, so we don't have to do the math. That's true. But yeah, Will and Kate, perfect. They're kind of like all around a little kind of Stepfordish couple where they're doing all the right things, you mm-hmm. know. She's the perfect duchess. He's the perfect prince. 
three kids, all buttoned up and beautiful, no scandals at all. And then you've got, you know, Harry with his questionable background. And then you've got my girl, Meghan Markle, who, one love. I don't know who else watched Suits, but I... I don't, but I really want to. So I know, good. everyone tells me that. I just okay, haven't. Okay, Gabriel Mack, number one, is stupid hot. Agreed. As is, uh, what is that guy's name? Patrick something. He married the girl from um, Pretty Little Liars. Oh, Torian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love her. Okay. I'm forgetting He's the actor's too. name. But she plays his love interest, like his office love interest, and they meet his first day there, and he's pretending to be a lawyer, and she's ridiculously smart and is showing him around everywhere, and she's a paralegal, but she's got an office because she's so badass, and he immediately falls heads over heels for her, and she's like, no, I don't want anything to do with you because you're dumb, and she's amazing. So I fell in love with her watching Suits. Awesome show filmed in Canada, which is why I immediately thought she was Canadian, but she's not. She's from L.A., and she is born of mixed-race parents, which, bless my little liberal heart, I feel like everyone <laughs> should be born of mixed-race parents because they make beautiful she's babies. Gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. It's absurd how pretty she is. And I'm sure you watched the interview. She just came across as one of the most lovely, honest, genuine people ever. And that's what I liked about their interaction, too. Like, if you watch the Will and Kate one— It's a little stuffier. It's a little like, we had to do this. (laughs) And there's this like, we want to talk about our love. We want to show everyone that like, we're we're so happy and and we're going to do so much good for the world and like all this stuff. Because she's also into humanitarian efforts. She's like a straight up amazing humanitarian. She's a spokesperson for, hold on, I'm totally forgetting this. Oh, USO holiday tour. She traveled to Afghanistan and Spain because she's, again, total badass. Global ambassador to World Vision Canada. She went to Rwanda. And her badass started very young because she wrote a letter to, like, a soap company when she was, like, 11, telling them that they shouldn't assume women are the only ones in the kitchen, and they changed the ad for her. Because she's Because awesome. she's amazing. So And everyone should it. try to be like Meghan Markle. So if you haven't seen the interview, it's an interview with BBC. You can find it, like, anywhere online. And they talk about how they met, which was through a secret person that they're not revealing. Not that yet. could be Michelle Obama, I heard. Not yet. Could Remember, be a- Lifetime is doing that movie. Right. And they may talk about who introduced them. Yes. Whoever it is is amazing and should be given an award of some kind. Well, obviously they should be knighted. They should be knighted and their first child should be named after them. Also, you know she's older than he is. Yes. I love love a good cradle robbing. <laughs> She's not that much older than he is. I do like that idea, though, where it's like, oh, she's like this gorgeous older woman. She sees this younger stud and is like, what's up, buddy? I'm going to marry you and you're going to make me a princess. Yes. A divorced princess. Oh, I like that, too. Which I actually, I binge watched The Crown. Mm -hmm. And I learned that apparently in British royalty, it's bad for you to be divorced. Yeah, it can't be good. It's not a good thing. They just changed those roles. Even though, they definitely started that whole trend with you know, what up, Henry VIII? Oh, yeah, like <laughs> divorcing everyone or just murdering your wives. Chopping their heads yeah. off because they're I mean, not exactly, you know. They're not fully monogamous. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's a big no-no to get divorced if you're British monarchy and she is divorced. But also Princess Di got divorced and everyone still loves her because she was also an amazing person who did good for the world. Very, so very, very true. I love that too in their interview that he talked about how he knew his mom would love her and the ring has her diamonds in it and like all this stuff. I just feel like he picked a lady that he knew his mom would love and respect and that's really nice. It's so hard not to ship them yeah, because they're just so perfect and you see like I know that a good photographer can make you a look like you weigh five pounds less than you do and you don't look like you slept four hours last night. 
but they also just look so in love. Yes. Like, I feel like I could take a picture of them and they would look really happy in those pictures. I know why I like why I like Harry and Meghan more than Will and Kate. It's very simple. Will and Kate just look very, very not real. Like even their their body language. If yeah. you watch their BBC interview, like they're not holding hands. Yeah. They do look at each other and stuff. And this is me projecting onto it. Sometimes it's almost her looking like, did I get that answer right? Versus like, yeah. do you agree? Kind of. Whereas with Harry and Meghan's, it was every look was like an adoring look of love, yeah, and they would much. like forget to turn back to the to the interviewer, and they were holding hands the whole time. I think they just project love. such a nice image of love and of being a team and like being people who just care about each other above all else. Yeah. And I think a lot of Kate and Will was like surrounded by this. Is he ever going to propose? You know, she was a commoner, and that that was an issue. I think too. Like, kind of. Yeah, I remember that. So I think there's, I think like, I think Kate's and Will's might have been a little more, more hard fought to get to. Mm -hmm. Like they had a much longer relationship and maybe that created some fatigue with people, you know, just like, is he just marrying her because he has to kind of a thing. Whereas with Meghan and Harry, it really feels like these are two people who met and like just fell in love. It's a little more romantic. It doesn't feel like somebody on the back end was orchestrating it. Like I, you kind of get the sense with Will and Kate that mm, they're kind of this perfect royal family and, you know, you can't imagine any of their kids running around with a spaghetti stain on their shirt or something that toddlers normally do because they're always perfect. And I wonder if that's going to continue. I mean, I I feel like that's about the brothers, too. Like, he's always had to be very... Will has always had to be very perfect and Harry could get away with some of the wild childness. But I wonder if that'll be true for Meghan if, like they'll get away with more things with their kids or yeah. whatever or like if, she, if if it'll be like cuter if she doesn't do a custom yeah. right versus with Kate where Kate's from yeah. from there and should know everything and I think the expectations might be a little bit different for them yeah. which sucks for Kate because you know that's gotta suck yeah like just having this perpetual lens on you all the time definitely I mean they do it really well they do yeah could you imagine the disaster if I were a royal it'd be so bad I would watch that show in a fucking heartbeat <laughs> I feel like that's why people are so obsessed with the royals because every once in a while you have that really crazy person again because I was binge watching The Crown. You've got Princess Margaret right. who like wanted to marry a guy who was divorced and way older than her mm-hmm. and Queen Elizabeth told her no, you can't do this because the monarchy and all this stuff and then she became this fucking crazy wild child and is like smoking and marries right. this other dude and then she gets divorced and she's having all these affairs and it's so fascinating to watch when you know, you're know you in that public eye. They're kind of I feel like they're the genesis of reality TV. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it's, we want to know that they're just like us. So yeah. when they do mess up, it's I great. Think that's, why not... people, that's why people like Harry. Yeah. Because he messes up and you're like, wow, you're just like me, yeah. even though you live in Buckingham Palace. Yeah. <laughs> you also do dumb shit. This is great. It's... All of a sudden, I'm normal. Right. It's right. kind of terrific. And then it, maybe it makes you feel like, oh, I could be a royal. If they can mess all that up, why can't I be a princess? Get me a tiara. So we have to talk about the wedding because it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, It's in May. It's in May. I've heard her bridesmaids are going to all be gorgeous, like um, Serena Williams. Yes. uh, Her designer friend, Misha Nanu, who might be the person who introduced them. We don't know. Um, And also Priyanka Chopra, (gasps) who is... I don't know if I would want her in my wedding because she's too beautiful. It's kind of <laughs> even if you're Meghan Markle, it's like it's kind of obnoxious to have a super hot friend yeah, come to your wedding. But she'll be the most beautiful bridesmaid. So those are rumors. I, I mean, heard. to be fair, Meghan Markle it will probably stand up to Priyanka Chopra, but I'm not entirely sure. That's a real hard one. They're both Aww. too pretty. It's not fair. There's gonna be lots of hats. That'll be exciting. Fascinators. What, they what call would them you, fascinators. What would you wear? Me? Yeah. Shit. I wouldn't wear shit. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. What color, I what color would you wear? I would wear red. Red, obviously. Yeah. 
I feel like though the the Brits are a lot more sedate when they go to their weddings because I, I actually did watch Dallas. I watched um I watched the royal wedding. I watched mm-hmm. Kate and William's wedding, and they were all very pastel Yeah. Big hats, but very, very pastel So I would look really ridiculous showing up in my red dress. I but I would do it anyway, because Meghan Markle is from the U.S., I am from the U.S., and that's how we roll. Yeah. You don't go to—it's a party. It's right. a party. You Should go I wear blue colors. then? So we can— Like red, white, and yeah. blue? We need a third then who can wear white. Well, Megan, she's our friend and also American. She's wearing the white. Oh, and then when we get into pictures with her, like, yes. we'll look so great next to each other. We'll It'll so be good. amazing. It's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> so wait, are we actually going to crash this wedding? We're going to crash I'm the board. I'm on board with this. Yeah. I'm fully on board with this. You know what else I'm fully on board with? What? An ad break. <laughs> we'll be back after a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> You know she's only the second American to marry into the I royal did family. Not know that right? she is second American, we're and inf- the first, we're infiltrating. I love it. And the first biracial person not to bring this down to a low note. But screw that lady and her awful text oh messages. Did you see all those? the media press has been so awful about it? This woman basically was texting um, her boyfriend, who is the leader of the anti-EU UK Independence Party. That's a mouthful. He broke up with his girlfriend. His name is Henry Bolton. And she basically, this woman is like this 25-year-old, her name is Joe Marnie, and she basically just kind of texted him all of these awful things about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry getting married. Like what? Really gross, awful things that Meghan's seed will taint the royal family. Oh, that's and disgusting. It was just disgusting. It's awful, and it just shows you like how much classier Meghan is, because she's done nothing but just be so respectful of like yeah. the role she knows she's going to take on as she enters this family. And I feel like her response in the video to some of the negative press that they've had and stuff was, I can't think about that. We're a team. We're in love, and we're going to make our family and like be happy. And you can't even let that in, because she's just proud of who she is, which is how you should be. But that's hard to do when people are tearing you down for literally who you are and, like, where you come from. I can't even imagine dealing with that kind of scrutiny during the happiest time. It's supposed to be, like, a happiest time of your life, and you've got this rando chick. Can I just show you a picture of her real quick since I just called this up to make sure I got my facts right? Look at this girl. Oh, my God. Also, I'm pretty sure she's wearing a knitted romper in this photo. (laughs) Well, don't hit on rompers. 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 No, rompers are the worst. And there, that ends our marriage. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Well, on a more positive note. <laughs> I'm sorry. I brought it to I you. really liked in their the video how they talk about the wedding proposal and it involved chicken, which like, what, yeah, they were, what a they great. Cooking at home? <laughs> they were cooking at home. Okay, you are married, so you have this been proposed true. to. I have been proposed to. How do you feel about this? So basically he, they were cooking dinner at home. They were roasting a chicken. I'm into this, but he surprised her and proposed, and she said it was lovely and sweet and romantic, and I think it fits them because they they talk about how they've gotten to know each other so well so fast because they've been very secluded, and they would basically hang out at home versus going out on dates, which allowed them to really get to know each other. So I feel like the proposal reflects their values about their relationship, but as someone who's been proposed to, how do you feel about this? I kind of love that. Okay. Oh, this is going to make me sound so ungrateful. I love my proposal. (laughs) I really do. Ron did such an—he did. He did a really nice job and he's my favorite person in the world and I love him to bits and we've been together forever and it's amazing but there's just something so heartwarming about having that private time and there's no one around you and you don't have to worry about people being like oh my god I'm into your proposal this is so great which is kind of what happened to me he proposed to me in public in a restaurant and he actually stole a piano player from a (laughs) wedding that was happening in the restaurant that we were in 
<laughs> unplanned story, or planned? Totally unplanned. He had planned to have a different piano player there, <laughs> and that guy couldn't show up, so he borrowed the piano player from the wedding, okay. and then I got accosted by the bridesmaids in the bathroom, and they were um, like, oh, I just saw you crying your eyes out. And on the one hand, amazing. Like, I got to experience this in public, and it's great, and other people shared in the joy. On the other hand, it's like there's something so pure yeah. and wonderful about being able to just share that experience with the one person that you're planning to share your life with. Well, and like for you guys, I mean, theoretically, that's the one time this will be a big public event, but the rest of their lives are going to be public. So it's really, it's really nice that they could have this moment to just together. And they should just have, and they should have those private moments together. Again, I can't imagine being married to somebody famous. Yeah, it'd be so hard. And and she talks about that, too, that, like, she's an actress and pretty yeah. well-known, but not at the level that he is, obviously. So it has been an adjustment for her well, now she's to royalty. deal with it. Right. It's like, she's marrying different. royalty. Do you think she gets, like, a big-ass case of tiaras? Oh, no, so she can't wear a tiara until she's married. Yeah, but afterward, does she get a big-ass yeah, case of tiaras? I hope she gets, like, a thousand. She deserves all of these tiaras. I don't know. I'm just obsessed with tiaras now because, again, I like binge, I binge oh, watched The have, Crown. We should have gotten tiaras to wear today. What were we thinking? Wait. <laughs> I wanted to mention the pub thing because we talked about the pub thing earlier today, and it really frustrated me. Yes. They're going to keep the pubs open till 1 a.m. Oh, right. In England. I, did, I didn't know what pub thing you're talking about. And you're actually the one who pointed yeah, it out to okay. me. I was so, just like, wait, what let, do people do when they party in England? Well, so backstory. Apparently in England, most pubs close around 11 and even, so, you know, we live in New York City. Bars here can stay up until, like, 4 in the morning. Or they're just open all night. But even, like, you know, I grew up in, like, upstate, small-town New York, and the bars there would stay open until, like, 1. And I just feel like England has this reputation as a drinking country. And I'm very yeah. disappointed to hear that they close so early. Like, why do your bars close at 11? What are you doing? Is that is, is going out to the bar your pregame? And I then you go it, home I think and you continue partying? Maybe it is. So what time, we don't know what actual time the wedding's taking place, right? No. It'll probably be like noon-ish, yeah, like midday. Yeah, it's like a midday wedding. People will watch in bars, I'm yes. assuming. And then you eat and you drink. So presumably one o'clock is an okay time to close. But generally yeah. speaking, when you're celebrating something, what do you do in England? I don't know. I think we I'm should, fascinated I by think this. we should take a trip and find out. When we, we should go, go to the, the wedding. We should go to the wedding. We should find out, and then we can stay longer. Yeah, we just stay a few extra days so we can see what it's like on the regular days where they close at eleven. I'm fascinated by this. Yeah. I just I can't imagine it. I know people who start parties in New York at ten. I know. Which I'm an old lady that bothers me, but and this would be great because you have a great husband, but I could find me a British hubby, and I think oh, I would yes. love that. Wait, so. can we actually? I really want you to get like a Irish or a Scottish husband yeah. so you can wear a kilt. Yes, I have so many kilt questions. I do too. <laughs> So I think we should go on a world tour. <laughs> yes. Starting in England and Ireland and Scotland. And, we'll just go just, straight through like that whole kind of UK. Yeah. The whole area. Yeah, whole area. It won't be hard. We'll we interview just on the train. We'll interview about kilts, but also about me and who wants to date me. <laughs> it could be like live action Tinder. Yes. And instead of swiping left, I'll just push them. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. When we go to England, we're going to find you like maybe a duke. A duke. I'll and then you could duke. be like fifth in line for the throne. But I feel like duchesses can still work. You can still wear a crown. I'm going to wear something. I'm going to wear a boa. A boa. A <laughs> okay. feather boa. It has nothing to do with anything. I just want to wear just a feather one. boa. Okay. It's fine. Last thing. Yes. You know the Obamas are probably going. Oh, yeah. Can we get a pic? I really want to go now. So what do you think about that? Because, you know, there's some drums where they don't think Trump's going to get invited. Well, Trump would obvi- ups- try and upstage Harry right. as the OG ginge. Right. He'd be like, I am I am the best ginge in the whole world. I am bigly ginge. Uh, right. And it's Harry's wedding. <laughs> That's fair. You can't be the OG ginge here. 
That's fair. Like, and, you know, Megan's super classy and Michelle is super classy. So yes. everything would be cool. And Melania would just You know there. they double date because Harry and, and Obama are like good friends, I think. Yeah, they go so, to basketball like, games. Yes. So and they, they drink beer by the sidelines and they're so fucking cool. And I just feel like, can you imagine like the advice that the Obamas are giving them about dealing with like public life yeah. and also like governing a nation and stuff. And raising kids yeah. in the limelight and being, you know, really I need a sitcom about this. Elegant <laughs> or something. Could you imagine what like the conversations behind closed doors yes. must be like just amazing. Like just just go sit, have a scotch. It's gonna be fine. Just ignore it. Don't look at the TV. Everyone is dumb. You guys are fine kind of deal. I you think, think they'd be like life coaches. Yeah, like life coaches. Where they have like burner cell phones and they just call each other. <laughs> Yes. Literally the only number in the phone is <laughs> Barack Obama. It's and Harry like, calls him like, what the hell? And in Brock's phone, it's like the Ginge is Harry's name. I like that. I like it too. I like that. It's totally going to be the Ginge. And then Harry will pick up like, what's up? Yeah. Let's play some b-ball or something. I love it. I'm totally all about it. And I am sorry. I don't think they have to invite anyone they don't want to to their wedding. I I, there were tons of people that I'm sure I got in trouble for not inviting <laughs> to my wedding. And I just don't care. It's your day. It's your day. Whether you're you or a princess, it's your day. It's like it is fully on your day. And it's also Harry's day. And if Harry, you know, is like, I don't want Trump there. I don't want Trump there. Yeah. If Megan doesn't want Trump there, she doesn't want Trump there. Sucks to be you, buddy. It's not a political, like, this is not a political thing. Yeah. It's a celebration of love between two awesome people. And, you know, a, uni a uniting of nations. <laughs> because, yes. Because the UK and America have such tense relations right now. Yeah, they're totally <laughs> awful. But you do know that if they have kids, then those kids will be in line for the throne. <gasps> and they'll also be half American. And they might have dual citizenship because this well, could be long game. But she might give up her citizenship i oh. heard i, I kind of want her to uh, there's a small part of me that wants her to keep it because i love the idea i don't know of this, she like, has long mind game where <laughs> the uk is slowly but surely pulling the u.s back into the fold yes they're like you're gonna become one big ass colony all over again oh my god can you That's imagine awful. if their kids like well yeah if they like tried to run for president and also they be could. king of and they could yeah <laughs> they literally could it's like dual citizenship so it's it. like okay i'm president and i'm also king of england yeah. so now you guys are all one nation with a big ass pond in between you i like it i feel like you know let's all unite it's all about love right it's <laughs> no yes, matter what love love no matter what country you're from okay so after all that do we skip it or ship it we ship it Definitely. a thousand percent we ship it we're crashing the royal wedding to ship it we ship them hard. We ship them we so ship hard. We ship them like a ship that travels between the UK and America. But not like the Titanic. <laughs> no, not the Titanic. A good it. ship. A ship that makes it. That doesn't um, hit a stupid iceberg. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio lives on this ship. Yes. Oh. I know. I just, I saw that music video. You reminded me about Celine Dion before. And Did you watch it? Of course I watched the music video. Why wouldn't you? It's amazing. Have I told you that I can play that song on the piano? Oh, next time on OTP, Marissa I'm going to open by playing us, it. By playing My Heart I can't will go sing on. it, but I can play it. You can get someone so you else can to sing it. it. I can't believe you sat down and watched that video. <laughs> of course I did. Isn't I also watched like, All My Life, Casey and JoJo. Amazing song from the 1990s. Also a great song. What do you think their wedding song is going to be? All My Life, Casey and JoJo. <laughs> it should be. That's a good one. No, I don't think that's going to be it. Oh, shit. What do you think their wedding song is going to be? That's such a good question. I don't know. Uh -huh. Do they get a wedding song? Like, do they, they have get to have a wedding song. Yeah, but do they have to dance to something like... God Save the Queen? No, like like an, more like an orchestra piece or something. Oh, that'd be really sad. Like a classical piece. I don't know. I kind of see them boogieing down to something awesome, like, you know, old school, like, R&B like or Motown. Or like a Black Eyed Peas song. 
Like get it started? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like get it started would be the intro song. Yeah. When they first come into they the reception come out. area. Yeah. And there's a hip hop dance. All right, so we can all take a vote, people, on the outside of this. What do you think their song will be? Okay, so. It's fuck Valentine's. It's Valentine's. <laughs> no, seriously, fuck Valentine's. I'm sorry. Ron and I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. You it's don't? the worst holiday. Okay. No, it's terrible. It's a manufactured holiday where you like your spouse is forced to tell you, oh, baby, I love you, and let me buy you overpriced flowers and chocolates and take you out for a dinner that's not going to be good because subpar chef is cooking. I make dinner at home, and we usually go to bed early. That's beautiful. It's so romantic. <laughs> I agree with you. I now that I'm done I don't love Valentine's Day, but I do love Galentine's Day because I'm Day. all about celebrating lady love and friendship. So in honor of Valentine's and Galentine's Day week, I want to ask you, who is your OTP Galentine friendship or couple? Blake Lively and Selma Hayek. Ooh, that is a great one. Because A, they're both ridiculously attractive. B, they're married to ridiculously attractive people who are also ridiculously funny. If you don't follow Ryan Reynolds on Twitter or Instagram, please do. He is hysterical. He says awful things about his children, and I just love him. Wait, and who's Selma married to? Oh, God. I'm forgetting his name. He's a French dude. Um, I don't actually follow him on social media, but he's very good looking. And she just, like, I I have had such a girl crush on Salma Hayek since the 90s. It's ridiculous. Yeah. She does not age. It's no. like, I feel like she, like, drinks puppy blood or something to stay <laughs> I young. I hope not. I hope not, too. But Say it's, it it's so, possible Selma. that she, it's possible she does. No one should look that good at her age and, you know, profess to not exercise. But if you follow them and you see the things that they do and when they interact with each other, they just look like fun people to chill with. And they're awesome, and they love each other. And Salma goes to her house and, like, cooks amazing meals on her Ooh. gigantic stove and also, like, holds the baby, which is so—I I am Hispanic, and it's so Latina. It's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> oh, no, I've got the baby, and I'm also going to make dinner because yeah. this is how we roll. Yeah, just watch me do all with my this. other friend. I'm like, back- <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're Italian. You know this. I got it. Yeah, I get it. It's like Sunday at your, ha- your yeah, mom's house. It is. It's nice to talk about cultures that value— family and taking care of their family that's true thank you for making me feel better about that shout out to our moms who are badass ladies hells yeah who are your galentines my galentines are fictional okay Um, so i picked christina and meredith from gray's anatomy oh i am currently binge watching it and like basically just can't wait to get out of work so i can get home and watch more episodes i've watched it before i've i've been watching since like high school um but i love them because they are surrounded by annoying people, <laughs> and they found each other. And it's so nice the Shocker. way they like they just get each other. And there's no like pretense of like having to pretend to be happy, mm-hmm. like or anything like that. They can like look at each other, and the other one knows what's wrong. And that's really, I think, really nice to have in a friend. I have a best friend like that, and it's just really, I think, important to have friends who like help you up when you're down, and also like give you shit when you're being an asshole. And they both do that very well. So that's awesome. That's a my, great. That's a great fave. Valentine couple. Yeah. I hope that in the office. And I they can also be that hate again. Valentine's Day. You know. Well, yeah, because it's a terrible holiday. It is. <laughs> there are so many better holidays. I love Valentine's Day, though. I like the idea of girls hanging too. out and being friends. So you all should go sell instead of celebrating Valentine's Day, whether you're single or coupled. Celebrate Valentine's Day and go do some fun girl things. If it's like taking one of those paint and drink classes yes. or whatever. Go do a fun thing with your girlfriends because it's so much more fun than hanging out with a dude. Sorry, babe. Agreed. So that is all for our first ever episode of One True Pairing. 
Thank you for joining us. This was really fun, and we're super excited for next week. Where we will, I mean, you'll find out what our next OTP is then, and whether or not we ship them, or really just want them to get the hell away from each other because they don't belong together. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yay, cheers, this was fun. Yes. I get to hang out with Marissa. You're lucky. <laughs> I am lucky. <laughs> You're welcome. I am so lucky. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure that you're downloading our podcast every other week when the new episodes are live through whatever podcast subscriber base or subscription base you use. Please rate us and review us on iTunes. It helps new shows get noticed. And definitely follow us on Twitter at OTP underscore pod. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.